Welcome to the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, this is the place for women who want to have it all and then some. This is about mindset. This is about manifestation and everything in between. My job here is to empower you to become the queen of your world, just like you deserve to be. I'm your host, Natasha Mundy. Good morning, gorgeous. And welcome to this week's episode of the Kiss My Crown podcast. And thank you so much for tuning in. I am your host, Natasha Mundy. And of course, I'm always, I'm so excited to be here. My podcast is my jam. It's where I get to express myself, my thoughts, what's been going on in my life. And, you know, in the life lessons that I have learned. And today I am wanting to talk about you know, being yourself, being true to yourself, being like your authentic self and more so too like realizing that it's okay if people don't like you, <laughs> um, you know, and I guess that stems off last week we spoke about perfectionism and this does stem off from that a little bit because, you know, we do try to be so perfect that we want people to you know, like us and, you know, like we, we're brought up, we're brought up that way. But before we get into that, uh, what is going on in the Kiss My Crown world? It is all self-love club. That is my absolute jam. That is my focus other than this podcast. I just, I just love it. And um, we are about to head into our second. So next week we are running into our second workshop and this one's all about the being. So, you know, the day-to-day you, what you do with your time and, and things that you do that bring you joy. And I'm so excited to speak about that one because it is just so important. And what I've realized is, is you know, what it is that you spend your time with and what it is that you do it really is um, one of the most important steps because that's the stuff that changes your vibe, that raises your vibe, that, you know, puts it out there to the universe of what you want. And we and it's one of those things that we think is just, I don't know, we think it's that we can just put it on the back burner and we worry about all the things that we, using my air quotes here that you can't see, have to do. You know, like going to work and all the chores that we have to do, you know, all that stuff we put first and that stuff should be really be secondary to, um, you know, it should really be secondary to all the good shit. Our focus should be the good shit. Like we should be doing the good shit. And sometimes I find that that's sometimes why people have a lot of issues with career and stuff like that because they think that their career should be the thing that fulfills them and it's not and when it doesn't live up to their expectations they can really um really struggle with that and you know it's a career can be a part of you especially if you love your job which is great but it's not all of you and it's about you know I don't know sometimes I feel like you know I can get along better at work because I know that I have my business or I know that I have paddle boarding or I know I have wrestling all these other things that I love and that I'm passionate about is you know it just makes things a bit I don't know better because 
I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket or expecting one thing or one person to fulfill me. So that's sort of some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about is self-love club next week at our workshop. Uh, cannot wait. The self-love club is available to join though. You know, like, so if you like what you hear on the podcast and you like what you see on social media and you want more of it and you want someone to take your hand and just help you to really fall in love with yourself, to transform your life and to start living life of your wildest dreams. That's me. That's me. I'm your girl. So come along and, you know, join the self-love club. Let's head to the website, kissmycrownacademy.com and go to the the coaching tab and you can sign up for self-love club straight away and you'll get in for this month's workshop, which is amazing. And... One other thing I wanted to quickly talk about as well, really, you know, like, and this is part of what this episode is about, is about being you because you don't know who you're inspiring and stuff like that. And we'll talk about that in a moment. But I just received the most beautiful message and random message because sometimes, you know, obviously for me, like, this is a journey that I've just started, you know, and my business is still really new and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, sometimes, you know, it's natural to be, oh my God, am I doing the right thing? Or is this, is anyone even listening? Or is anyone, is this hitting home for anyone? Like, am I changing anyone's lives? Even though I've seen with my students, um, such huge transformation, but I got a message recently from a girl I know and, you know, the message was beautiful, just she sent me a photo. She decided to have strawberries and champagne in the middle of the day, just because, and she served it up in the most beautiful, you know, Royal Albert, um, bowl and, you know, a beautiful champagne glass. And she just wrote the message, how much my message had been inspiring her and how she needs to do her more and, you know, make things in her life as they are just beautiful. And it was just so incredible because it's somebody that I didn't expect was even listening and yeah it was just so lucky and it was just so touching and incredible I don't know I just I don't know it's the moments like that where you're like yeah no keep doing it keep doing what you're doing because you know people are listening and, and you are inspiring people so just just keep going and that's exactly what that moment was well, I do think that is a great segue. Sorry, I just need a little bit of water. Oh my God. I just woke up and I always wake up really early. So I wake up at like 6am every day and we have the day off here in Australia. It's a public holiday. And so I turned my alarm off last night. Now I never, ever, ever, ever wake up to my alarm either. I'm always awake by the time my alarm's going off it's very rare that I'm not half awake when my alarm's going off anyway and anyway so I've woken up this morning I've had the most amazing sleep and I look over at my phone and it's 9am <laughs> that's really late for me I know for a lot of people you know even for a sleeping for me a sleeping for me is usually 8am so and we've got to go out today so I'm like oh now I'm actually in a bit of a rush. So I walked straight in here to record this podcast because this is the thing that I had to do today because it comes out tomorrow and normally I've done it on the weekend, but we had wrestling on the weekend, so I didn't have that ability to do it. So, um, yeah, anyway, 
give them that little background there. So I feel like weird anyway. 9am. What is this? So this is my priority for today. So I wanted to jump in and get it done. But I also realized that I've jumped in and I haven't had any water. I haven't had anything. I'm like, oh, my God, my throat's really dry from the sleep before as it is when you wake up. (laughs) Oh, Anyway, let's get into it. Let's get into it. So you know, when I'm talking to you about things, it's because these things are, are coming up in my life or not just necessarily that they're coming up in, you know, for this one, for example, like this is something that comes up into my life, but this is something that I'm very aware of and something that I do and something that like, I think is a bit of my jam. Um, but it's more so something that I am noticing in society in general. And that's what a lot of the stuff that I talk about as well. I can see what's going on in the world. So then, you know, if I've gone through it or if I'm going through it, or if I can just notice it going on in the world, then I think that it's something really, really important to talk about. And, you know, and I guess, you know, like I said, we spoke like last week about, you know, perfectionism being, and being afraid of being seen of anything less than perfect And this is sort of the flip side of that because this sort of stems off from that as well. And this is about thinking, you know, like we spend so much time as people trying to fit in, um, trying to present ourselves in a certain way so that people like us. And we spend a lot of time worrying about what other people think about us and if they don't like us. And it's a huge sort of pressure you know, for, for ourselves, you know, like, and I know for me, you know, when I look back at my past, especially growing up, um, I've been writing about this, you know, because if you don't already know, I am writing a book and, you know, part of it is touching on a little bit of my past. And when I reflected on my past, realizing that I suffered from really bad, uh, depression and I would always go through these shame spirals of like, being on top of the world and crashing down a rock bottom and then having to claw my way back up again. And then it's just this cycle. And I think what I realized so much is that it is because I was trying so hard to fit in and to be everything that society told me that I should be. And I was just never myself, you know, like I didn't fit in. And so, and that's when the world would come crashing down because, you know, like even when it came to fitting in, I would be in these social circles, you know, like of different groups growing up and I just didn't fit in. And then, you know, there's only so long you can pretend for, right? And then it would all, you know, come crashing down and I would hit this rock bottom because I was trying to be somebody that I, I wasn't, you know, I was trying to be the person that everyone told me I should be. I was trying to be the person that fit in with the group. And, you know, and some people just naturally, you know, fit into these societal standards. And that's just never been me. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm not that person. I, I, you know, here, and these are some things that I've sort of learned about myself is I am main character energy. I am here to be seen. I am here to be heard. I am loud. I am assertive. I am ambitious I know what I want and I have no apologies in, in going for it you know and that's just the type of person that I am you know and on the flip side of that there are people who are genuinely very quiet or very introverted or you know and you know and all different types of people and 
we get taught from a really young age not to celebrate that, not to celebrate that uniqueness. It's about everybody fitting into this mold, um, you know, and we get taught this, you know, I guess, you know, it's something that we get taught from the moment we're born because, you know, we get praised when something is, you know, again, air quotes, good. Um, you know, oh, you're a good girl. You know, like these are good. This is good. This is good. And, and you praise for that sort of behavior. And then you sort of obviously get punished for doing things that are wrong. And of course there needs to be discipline and things like safety in that. And I do this with my own child, you know, but you know, then there's some things that just, you know, God forbid as children, we're different, like with something like ADHD or neurodiversity or anything like that, because, you know, that, that behavior is seen as being wrong, right? You know, like, and it's disruptive and it's, this and it's that and they're loud and they're naughty and whatever other sort of words we attach to it without actually realizing that there's a lot more going on and you know just because someone expresses themselves in a certain way it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad it just means it's against the norm and that's where a lot of the problem comes in and then of course you know all throughout school we get told how we should be and we get you know told that we should be getting sort of A's and you know grades and you know, we just sort of get directed along a path and, you know, and high school is like this whole thing where you don't want to be any, you don't want to be fucking different. God forbid, you know, you want to be one of, there's a popular kids and you want to be one of them. If you're not one of them, you want to be one of them. And if you are them and you don't like any, anyone who's not like you, you know, and like it's, it's conditioning. It has literally been the way that we have been brought up. And this is something that I talk about, you know, I've talked about it with cycles about saying, enough is enough and I think I'm really in that phase of my life right now and where I am breaking cycles you know cycles that have been in my family for generations you know I'm breaking money cycles I'm breaking parenting relationship cycles you know like of what it means to be a good daughter or what it means to be a parent and you know, like, and I definitely, I break cycles as being a woman of what I can and can't do, because if you tell me I can't, I'll be doing it anyway. Um, so breaking a lot of gender cycles and money cycles, I think I already said that, I can't remember, but you know, like, because I see it so clearly and I think, how the fuck are we living like this still in this day and age of all these stories, which they are, they're stories. Listen to previous podcasts. You'll hear me go on about that. Um, about these stories of who we're meant to be and what it's meant to be like and, and the stories that we've come to believe about ourselves and our lives and whether that's money, family, parenting, career, money. I said that again twice. <laughs> um, anything like that. Like, And I'm about rewriting all of those stories because I get to choose the way that it be, as do you. You get to choose the way that it be it, that it is in your life and that means that you need to unlearn what you've learned and rewrite how you want it to be and yes it takes time because you know I could sit there and go okay this is my new story but it's going to take me a little bit of time to start believing that deep down and I just need to hold on to that wholeheartedly but anyway back to this so this is about you know I think what we realize right there is a saying you like you're never going to be everybody's cup of tea right and and it's so true because you think about it like let's take the people out of this and let's talk about something else let's talk about coffee there are people out there in this world who love coffee. I'm one of those. Love coffee. Live for coffee. Morning coffee every day. I glorify coffee. Like I just, 
you know, it's very rare that I'll go through a day without coffee because I love it and not because I feel I need it. I'm not, you know, because there's some people out there who have to have coffee and they have to have caffeine and they need it, they need it, they need it. And then some people who just enjoy it, like me, who love it, have a passion for it, who enjoy it. And then you've got people out there who hate it. They cannot stand it. They never drink it. And they're just like, oh, you don't want a coffee? No, yuck, no, right? And that's okay. And we accept that. You know, when, you know, I had people here the other day, I said, would you like a coffee? They're like, oh, no, thank you. Okay, no worries. And we accept that. But what happens, right? When we don't apply that same thing to ourselves. You know, like we're like coffee or we're like champagne or whatever drink you want it to be. But, you know, like, and so we offer ourselves to people and they're like, no, I hate that. You know, when there's, and then there's other people like, oh my God, I love you. Like, I love that. I love you. You know, you're, you're awesome. Like blah, 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 you know, whatever. And then there's some people out there who are just like, mm. I mean, you know, like I like a bit of coffee then, but this is just not the type of, I don't, I don't like a latte, you know, like I, that's not my type of coffee, you know? And we take it so personally when, when people don't like us and, and it's just in our human nature, like you don't like every single thing in this world. So why do you expect other people to feel that way as well? And what it is, is that we need to normalize being okay when people don't like us. We need to normalize that it is okay when we are, when a certain person does not get along with us or like us. And whilst yes, we can maintain professionalism or politeness and just be polite and nice. That's cool. You don't have, they don't have to be in your circle. (laughs) They don't have to, you don't have to give them a fucking invitation to your front door to come over. Like, no, you just, you just, you let that stuff go and that's okay. And don't try and fight it. You know, instead of using energy to try and you know, because when people don't like us, we do, we use this energy to try and get them to like us. And we try really hard. And whether that's, you know, and, and this doesn't mean one specific person, this might just be people in general. So this might be stuff that you, you know, the way that you show up on social media, you know, you try and show up in a way to get the most likes, to get the most people to follow you. And, you know, like, and then you start watering down, you know, parts of yourself because you want to be generally more likable and then that's when you you know you do stop showing up as your authentic self you stop showing up as you know who you really are you just start you know showing up as the version that you think everybody is going to like and you lose yourself in that because I lost myself in that for a really long time you know it's because I didn't know that I was doing it and that's where a lot of us is as well we don't actually know that we're doing it it's just that that's what we've been taught to do from a really young age And, you know, for me, it got to a point where, you know, and I was in my, you know, like late 20s, early 30s. And I just, I was lost. I was so lost and I couldn't find my way. And the reason that I couldn't find my way is because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know who I was. I had spent my whole life being what everybody, who everybody wanted me to be rather than, you know, working out, you know, so I couldn't even tell if I liked myself, you know, because I didn't know who I was. I didn't know what made me tick. I didn't know what my needs were. I didn't know anything. And obviously that's been what that huge journey for me has been. And this is what the self-love club is about as well. It is about working out who the fuck you are. It is about working out, you know, like it is about, (laughs) it is about 
not just working out who the fuck you are, but then embracing that, all parts of it, and then being that person and living your life according to what it is that you want, what you need. But until we get to that moment, we're never, we're never going to do that, you know. And some people, this is the other thing that we have to realize as well, is people have their own perceptions of us as well. So, you know, and and sometimes that comes that perception, the perception of that other people have of us as well is a lot of time a reflection on what is going on in their internal world. All right. So sometimes, you know, like if somebody doesn't like you, you know, and they're the first to go around, you know, and say they're one of those people who like bad maths or shit to you, to anybody who will listen. And trust me, I've got one of those. That is a reflection on them. And, you know, and this is something that I had to learn with this particular person as well. That was a reflection on her because, you know, and, and a lot of it comes from is sometimes it's because there is things, especially when you get to a point and trust me, when you get to a point that you know yourself and who you are and that you stop, um, dulling it down or watering it down for anyone. And you are unapologetic about showing up as your true self that is going to ruffle some fucking feathers. Let me tell you, because there are people out there who are not as secure about themselves as what you are. And, and it does, it breeds jealousy, you know, so people get jealous of the hard work that you've done. They get jealous of what you've been able to achieve. They get, you know, they get jealous. And that is, again, is a reflection on them because these are things that they are lacking in their own life. They're lacking that success. They're lacking that authority. They're lacking that um, ability to work really hard to achieve something. They, you know, they lack the talent, whatever it may be. And the funny thing is, right, and so they spend so much energy trying to bring you down to other people. But if they just flip that and use that energy to invest in, you know, whether it's the talent or, you know, the drive, the ambition or anything like that, if they just actually flipped that energy and put it into something that could improve who they are, that they would feel better about themselves. My God, what a different world this <laughs> this would be. So, you know, I guess what we're saying here is, you know, like, you know, Dita Von Teese used to say, remember she goes, you can be the most ripest and juiciest peach, but there is still some fucker out there who doesn't like peaches. So it doesn't matter what you do. You're never going to, you know, my auntie Barb used to say this to me all the time. You can't please everyone. You can't please, you know, you can't please all the people all of the time. You're going to be able to please some of the people some of the time. So stop wasting your energy on that. And really, this is where then you need to bring that focus back to yourself and back to your life and worry about you. You know, you need to be this priority, right? Again, that's something that we teach in Self Love Club about making yourself a priority. And stop making everyone else a priority, you know. Save yourself first, you know, the aeroplane analogy. You know, I love it. You know, air mask come down, put it on yourself first, and then, then you can save everybody else, all right? So do your, do your inner work, So you know, do your work on yourself first. Worry about your life. You know, and you would have heard the saying as well, what other people think of you is none of your business. 
all right and especially depending like especially if you're doing something different or you know like i don't know about other countries but we here in australia we have a thing that's called tall poppy syndrome and what that is is that anytime anybody gets ahead has some fame has some success does really well it is an australian culture to bring that person back down to earth like it, it literally you google tall poppy syndrome and it's a thing right and it's something that we do here in australia is that um, you know, so that's a part of our culture. And again, so this is a part of a story, you, you know, and so when I say it's a part of a culture, it's like a whole thing here in Australia. So, you know, we've all been brought up with that thing. That is a story. Who made up that story? Who like, you know, and this is a thing of acting of jealousy of, Oh my God, that person's got so much success and I'm jealous because I don't have that success. And it is that scarcity mindset of like, there is not enough success to go around. So I need to pull that person down because you know, like God forbid they dim my light because that's exactly what it is. That's the mentality behind it. And these, and it's because we've grown up to be told that there is not enough to go around. There's not enough success. There's not enough opportunities. There's not enough money. There is not enough love. There is not enough, you know, whatever it is, we get told that there is not enough. So we are fighting each other and clawing each other to try and get these things for ourselves. And we think that if someone else has that success, then they're taking it away from us. Or if someone else has what it is that we want, that there's not enough room for the two of us. So I need to bring them down. And that's what happens. And, you know, again, and this is like one of the big questions that we, you know, whenever any of these stories come up, who said? That is the question that I encourage you to always ask when you start replaying these sort of stories in your head, because they're sort of these little things that go on in your head and you're like, hang on a sec, who said that? Who said that there is not enough money to go around? Because, you know, here, think about the reality of money. Money is something that we make. We print it. Not us personally, but, you know, it just gets printed. So if money was to be short, then we would just print more fucking money. Money is literally an infinite resource. Okay, so some people have more of it and some people have less of it. And a lot of that is about the relationship that they have with the money themselves. You know, and that's why I always bring up money because that's a big thing for me. Because, you know, we, I was always brought up to make out that there was not enough to go around and that it was hard to come by and money doesn't grow on trees and all that sort of bullshit. But, you know, the reality is, is we print money. Money does grow on trees because money's made from paper. Well, it's plastic now, okay? It doesn't quite grow on trees. I get it. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is actually an infinite resource. It's the same, you know, like success. Okay, we think there's not enough success to go around. Well, success is like a thing. Like we make our own success. <laughs> like it's literally infinite. It is infinite. There's not a thing going. Mm, there's only a hundred percent success to go around today. So there's only a hundred units of success today. So only a hundred people can be successful. No, there isn't actually even a measure for success. There isn't even a unit for success. So how can it be measured? And how can it be? You know, something that we say is not. <laughs> infinite it is infinite you know same with love you know there is we are full of endless love love is not even something that can be fucking physically measured and yet we're like oh my god that boy doesn't like me there's not enough love to go around i am forever single no there is an infinite amount of love to go around um you can see i'm really into this and you know like so stop worrying about what other people are doing and stop 
worry about, you know, if other people are going to judge you. Cool. People are going to fucking judge you. All right. And, you know, this is where we get online trolls. You know, I've never understood that concept of people jumping online to tear something down. Cool. Don't like it. Don't fucking watch it. Don't like it. Scroll past. Like not everything needs your comment or your opinion because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, what comes out of your mouth is a reflection of what's going on with you internally. So if you're coming out of your mouth and you're saying some really fucking cruel shit, it's because there's something internally within you that is unresolved and unhealed and hurt. Hurt people hurt people, right? And we've all been there. You know, we've, we've all been there. Like, And I think this is too where, you know, I would love you to flip the script as well. You know, change that narrative. We've always been brought up to believe that something like jealousy is a bad thing. That being jealous is bad. I don't think jealous is bad. Do you know what I think jealousy is? Jealousy is a tool that shows you what it is that you actually want. Because if you're jealous that somebody else has something, it's because you fucking want it. And we don't realize that. So maybe, you know, if someone else has success or they bought some nice new shoes and you're jealous about it, well, that's just shining. Use it to shine a light on what it is that you want. And then you work out and you do the inner work to work out how that you can make those things a part of your life. If you get jealous because somebody is out there traveling the world or not, not working or, you know, having their own business and can work from anywhere. Okay, amazing. That's what you want. So now you can focus on how can I make that happen for myself? You know, how do I get a career where I can just work from anywhere in the world? How, you know, like, and, you know, and okay, cool. That's what I want. So now I'm going to start putting my money towards, you know, into savings to do, to live that sort of lifestyle, like use it. You know, if you're jealous of another person and something about them, work it out. What it is, what is it that you're jealous of them about? You know, like, are you are you jealous because they were successful? Are you jealous because, I don't know, you know, sometimes I don't know why sometimes people are jealous of other people, but what are, you know, are you jealous because they're confident or that they're assertive or they know what they want or because they've worked hard to get their success? Okay, amazing. If that's the case, then go and do that for yourself. You know, go, go learn to build your confidence up. Go learn to be successful and to train harder and do whatever it is that you need to do all right because as i said you it is time it is so much time in this world that we need to learn to start celebrating people's uniqueness their individuality what makes them different from everybody else you know we don't want cookie cutter people that all look the same talk the same think the same that's how problems don't get solved because everybody is in this you know, we don't have anyone thinking outside the box. We've got too busy with this fucking nine to five conditioning of just working nine to five, getting paid, trading your fucking time for shitty fucking money. You know, that you're not thinking outside of the box of starting new businesses or curing cancer or any of that sort of stuff. No, be creative, be authentic, be you and start celebrating what makes you different. And if there are parts of yourself that people say are bad, and trust me, I've had this my whole fucking life, you're too bossy, you know, like, no, I'm fucking assertive, I know what I want, like, because I'm a female, I can't lead, no, fuck off, honestly, fuck off, oh, you're a bitch, 
What? Because again, I know exactly what it is that I want and I make no apologies about who I am. But if a man acts the same as I do, he is praised and he's a fucking king. Again, fuck off. Right? If that makes me a bitch, then so fucking be it. If that makes me bossy, well, then I'm fucking bossy. I don't care because those are your labels. You know, there's someone else's labels that they're putting on you. I take that power back. Yeah, cool. I'm a fucking bitch. I am a bad bitch. Right? Take that shit back. Yeah, I am bossy as fuck because I am a boss woman. I am a boss lady. I am a boss bitch and I'm here to take over. And I make no apologies for that anymore. I don't apologize for who I am. If people don't like me, that's fine. Don't follow me. Don't like my shit. Don't listen to my podcast. Don't get involved in my business. Because this is who I am. You don't like me swearing? Cool. That's who I am. You know, this is not the place for you, right? I'm not the person for you if that's what you're looking for. And that's totally fair. You know, if you don't want, you know, and if that's a swearing is a thing and you don't like people who swear, that's cool. There's so many other people out there doing what I do who don't swear. Maybe they are more your jam. Go hit up a Gabby Bernstein. You know, like, there's just, just be you. You are incredible. You are beautiful. You are amazing. And you are the person that you were meant to be. You, you know, like, none of this is coincidental. None of this is a fucking accident. This is all being done on purpose as part of a big, bigger grand design. Your journey here, you were put on here exactly as you are with your experiences for a reason. And, you know, like you do, like just by being yourself, like I said before, you know, when I said earlier about the girl who messaged me the other day, you know, it's just, be, you know, it's just because I show up as me. I show up unapologetically as myself and I say what I've got to say. And yeah, I get some people like, oh my God, you're still on with that shit cool, this shit's not for them. That's fine. But, you know, this shit was for somebody else and it made a difference in their life. And I got to make a difference in somebody's life just by being myself. And this is the same for you. So if this is possible for me, this is actually what you're doing as well. You don't need to be having a podcast or doing this or doing that to be making a difference in people's lives. Just showing up and being yourself is what is making a difference in this world. And this is what makes a difference in your life. You know, you don't have to be a public figure or doing this or that it's just your day to day you know like I think about when I look at my friends you know they make a difference to my life they make my life better just because they exist right they might not be doing a podcast or doing this or that but it's just they make a difference to me they make my life better when I can know I can turn around and talk to them whenever I need anything, when they cheer me up, when they make me laugh, when we have a good time together, when they pick me up off the ground when I've been crying, they make a difference in my life. All right. And so I say with you, you don't know the difference that you actually make in other people's lives because you are so important and you're here for a reason. And I just want you to remember that. You know, I, I want you to remember that everything was on purpose and you get to be the main character of your life. You get to be whoever it is that you want to be, but you are here to make a difference, even if you feel it's a small one, because, you know, like nothing to me is like, it's not small. It's really not. You know, I don't think that I would be here today if it wasn't for 
you know, my friends and the support and the love and my partner and all that sort of stuff that I've had along the way, you know, and which means that I wouldn't be here sharing my message either on a public platform. So just, just remember you're here for a reason and who you are as you are exactly as you are is so fucking special. And yes, some people are not going to be able to see that value or that worth. And that's totally fine. That doesn't mean that devalues you or makes you worth less than what you are. It just means that that's their inability to be able to see your value. That again is a reflection on them and not on you. So keep doing you. Be you. All of you. The good, the bad, the ugly. And, you know, embrace that villain era. That's what the villain era is, right? It is knowing yourself about looking after yourself, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and just showing up anyway and doing life. Just keep doing life as you. And if you are in that position where you're stuck and you maybe don't know who you are, then take that time to go on that journey. Start working out who it is that you are, what you actually like. Go, hey, do I like this? Check in with yourself. Be like, you know, whatever it is you're doing. Maybe you're going to watching a movie with friends and going, mm, do I actually even like this type of movie? Be honest, see what that first reaction is. You're like, oh, fuck no. Okay, cool. That's not my type of thing. You know, like, yes, okay, you can stay and watch the movie. But, <laughs> you know, it's about discovering yourself, you know, and check in. It's the same if you go into a sport, a hobby or an activity or, you know, even like, do I like this color? Oh, not so much. Okay, cool. That's not my thing. Work it out and start working out who you are and start showing up as that person because she is beautiful and she is absolutely amazing. And I'm going to wrap it up there today. But hey, if you want to go on that journey and you want people to help you with that journey and you want to be surrounded by other like-minded women going on that journey, then the Self-Love Club is definitely for you. Because once you get to a point of knowing exactly who it is that you are, you start working out what it is that makes you tick, what it is that you love and all this sort of stuff is that when you start incorporating that into your life, is that that is the moment that you can actually start manifesting your dream life, building your dream life, creating your dream life. Um, you know, is one thing that I find that is missing in general manifestation practices is actually doing the core work of self-love. Like, yes, we do some core work of limiting beliefs and stuff like that, but nowhere have I ever seen it addressed that we look at self-love and that relationship that you have with yourself. And that was the thing that I found was missing. When it came to manifesting, it got me so far. Like, I cool, I could manifest some money and I could do some really cool shit. But I was never getting the lifestyle that I wanted. And it wasn't until I learned to love myself and do some really practical steps of self-love. You know, making yourself a priority, healthy boundaries, you know, doing more of what you love, all this sort of stuff. It wasn't until I was able to start practicing those from a place of self-love that manifesting then just became second nature to me. So... If something's missing from your manifesting practice as well, then self-love club is for you. If you know you want to work on that relationship with yourself and just be the type of woman that you really, really want to be, then the self-love club is for you and I will see you there. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you in the next episode. Mwah! Thank you so much for supporting the Kiss My Crown podcast. Now, if you want to keep in touch or up to date with all things Queen Creations, make sure you head over to the website of www.queencreationsdesign.com. It is your one-stop shop for everything to do with Queen Creations.